to say yes sir and then the bible goes on to say eh hey, hey, if you are obedient you are calling the bible alaba shake bredo sokono hey hallelujah ah no let's do this thing give me first peter chapter 3 i feel the anointing to teach this thing the light if the light goes on it's not enough it's not enough for the light to go on the bible says the light shines it shines no my light will not just go on ora basakala mashi ya bahai mambro do sagida haya no my light will not just go on it's not enough that it's clear you have to be excellent your light no 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 it's not enough that you look and he has put all things under his side under his side at Amplex where is he put them somebody shout it under my feet Very spiritual. Although he 
inadequate. I told you last Friday that there are mysteries in the kingdom of God. And some of the mysteries can be understood by looking at what happens in the physical realm. And one of the things that happen in the physical realm that represent a serious mystery in the kingdom of God is seed time and harvest. And I told you that seed time and harvest physically is the least expression of the mystery of seed time and harvest. But another mystery in the kingdom of God is the mystery of marriage. And one of the least forms of the manifestation of the mystery of the marriage is marriage. The one that happens in this physical realm. Because one time when God was disappointed by the people that he had created, you know, he was trying to see how he would get back to mankind with the relationship he had before. And this is how he put it after he had created Eve. He said, this is nice. It says, for this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and shall unite with his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. When he was saying that, he was working on plan B in case Adam disappoints him. Because remember the Bible says Christ was crucified from the foundations of the earth. That means before Adam fell, Jesus was already crucified. Because God had to provide a plan B. If you're going to give somebody a free will, there's a chance that they may lose it against you. So you have to provide a plan. So Jesus had to be crucified from the foundations of the earth. That's what the Bible teaches. So before Adam fell, God was already putting things in place. So he said, For this cause a man shall leave his mother and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. He was talking about how Jesus was going to leave the heavenly family as a group, and he was going to come down and unite with the church as his bride. This is why marriage is very sacred. You don't joke with it like the world. You take it seriously because the Bible says literally God is witness to marriage vows. There are few things God seems interested in, but this one, is, the Bible teaches in the book of Malachi 2 that God is literally there as the your witness. I hear people say marriage is a family thing. Even ministers of the gospel, you bring marriage, uh, two families together. And that's great. I understand where they're coming from because obviously it's people, and many of them are African who say that. Many ministers who teach that are African because in Africa, you see, marriage is the union of two families. So don't just think it's about you and your baby. <laughs> it's also about the grandmother who doesn't have teeth. <laughs> You're married the whole village. Even the uncle of the witch. Even the man of God. Okay? They're also good people. So all I'm trying to tell you is, you know, there's a case called high versus high to glory, where it says marriage, that's the Western definition, marriage is a voluntary union of a man and a woman. Have I left out anything else? Ah? To the exclusion of all others. That's that's the one that's in the West where family does not matter. Where you can just go to a big somewhere in the Bahamas and you put the photographer, you know, and they come and take pictures of you 
in and then your mother in law types, congratulations, son, and nobody is offended. This side. <laughs> I think we are the ones who replicated this. Because firstly, it's hard being a man. Firstly, you have to pray about it. Get direction from God. It may take six months. Then, you have to find the girl. She's even being difficult. <laughs> After successfully putting down strongholds, she tells you, as we are talking, my wife has not agreed with me, my girl said. When I told my wife, I want our first date, I told my wife, I want to marry you. She was obviously spooked. Who does that? <laughs> she was just a 19 year old girl. But I told her, you, your wife, not you. Do you want to? But even up to now, she's still thinking about saying yes. <laughs> the point I really make is being a man in Africa is hard. <laughs> and then afterwards, you have to, after she says yes, no first because there's that official thing, normally you have to like take her out on an expensive day. <laughs> and then ask. That's after you've called each other for five hours. We've talked, we've spent time together. She knows something is going on with the two of us. But she still considers you are not there. Until you take her to touch her voice. And as that man is playing jazz, then that's just the first question you are talking. Can you be my girlfriend? And she obviously tell you, you have to go and talk to my pastor. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
worse. <laughs> and you were the only one who knew what God has been speaking to me about the following from April. So when I looked at him, I didn't ask him, what did you say? I knew it was not possible for him to say what he said if the Holy Spirit had not spoken to him. It, it, it means discernment. And I'm able to pick the voice of God from the conversation. And that is the grace that is coming into your spirit. Amen. I told my wife, wait, I rushed to the bedroom, took out a GC. And I said, is that this? There's something you say, but I will not tell you until next year because I can't repeat it. And I put a seat. And he said, no, no, no. I said, don't worry. Just pray. And he prayed something else. <laughs> but because the moment of inspiration had passed. But I received that blessing in me. So John was like that. There are some things that John said. that it was not possible for a man to speak like that. Unless the Holy Spirit was upon him. The same way you must be able to know it's not possible for a man, a woman, to really such things if a demon is not behind that. that yeah. <laughs> and many of you, you are victims because it's your mother who said some, who said some strange things. Then because it's your mother, you are like, I'm going to be here. <laughs> Because it's your mother, it's easier to use her. Because you, she's your mother. There's a way she didn't expect her to talk. That's the one who the devil is it. So that because you are blessed with resentment, the Bible says, we afterwards, we esteem no man after the flesh. It means we look at men in the spirit. Even bad ones, we see them. Someone say, I will never be a victim. Saints, I will never be a victim. You see the future of the word of God. As I'm communicating to you, you are receiving an impartation of the spirit that makes you able to be very You can't be good. You'll be listening to a talk, you're about to do a business deal. This is why in meetings like this, you don't you receive beyond what the word of God is teaching. Because some of you, the reason why the spirit of God is moving you, maybe you are about to make a deal with the last one you had. But you're just thinking of it in Bible, there's been one God is trying to tell you, you know, listen, there's a spirit that is entering you. <laughs> then you go, and you will not even know, but because of this word you receive, you, everybody will be listening to a businessman, you didn't just be hearing a cook. <laughs> so when you come out of that meeting, your friend will be like, ah, that man, ah, I is the one. Then you'll be like, hey, how? <laughs> because your ear has been sharp. Somebody say, my ear is sharp. My ear is sharp. That's how graces are transferred. Jesus Christ said, the words are speaking to you, they are spirits and they are life. You see, when you, when you enter any church, let me tell you this, every time you enter any church, if you are looking for church, that means, there are many things that happen in church. But one thing you must look for is this, in John chapter 6, Jesus had had turned two fish and five loaves into countless food, 5,000 men ate, not to mention the men and the women. Then the men, afterwards, they, the people started looking for him again. They rushed for him, looking for him. Hey, Jesus! Jesus ran 
the other side as he was going. They found him. They started greeting him. Ah, Judas, how are you? We missed you. And then he said, You have come to me not because you like me, but because you, you, your bellies will have filled you with food I provided for you. There are different kinds of people. In a church like this, when people come to church, there are many people. Some come to eat, there are many people just to take food. But when they get it, they go. And there's nothing wrong with that because at least you got it from God. See that? But that's like the least of the level. Afterwards, now Jesus goes to God to tell them, this bread you are looking for, if you eat it, it will die to you, you will also die. Because they say, no, but even our fathers, Moses gave them money. And he started telling them, that manna which they ate, they ate and they died. Don't labor for food which perishes. That's what he was telling them. And then he says, labor for food which lasts until eternal life. And then they started saying, give us this bread. They were just looking at it. Then Jesus said something. Say, he said, I am the bread which comes from heaven, which went to work. Bread? As if that was not enough, he went further to say, if you do not eat my flesh, and drink my blood. You have no life in you. They looked at him and said, ah! You're joking, right? Then they saw a serious face. The other one said, ah! <laughs> You want us, you want us to eat your flesh and drink your blood? Jesus said, You get right. The Bible says they left. A few were remaining. His disciples, some of them were shaking. They want to make us eat his flesh. Then, then, you then Jesus asked them, he said, Do you also want to go? Then Peter, again out of inspiration, said, Where can we go? Because you have the words of life. That's how he didn't say. He didn't say. Because you have the miracles of life. People who came to Jesus for miracles left. But those who followed him for his word, he said, We can't go anywhere because only from you come the words of life. When you come to church, beyond the miracles that you can receive, you must look for the word of life. That word which comes to you. Because see, that word will eventually become your health. You may not be well sometimes for a long time, but as, you, as that word keeps hitting you, it will begin forming life in you. Because the life of a person is the shape of the words that he or she listens to. So as you keep listening to that word, it begins to begin shaping you. So imagine, as they keep, kept listening, listening to Jesus, the life that was in his words became a part of their system. In John chapter 6, verse 63, going down, Jesus began to cry out. He said, the words that I speak to you, give me John 6, 63, let's begin from there. John 8, 37. Oh, just this He says, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. 
Their words are spirit, are spirit and their life. It was not possible for Peter to say what he said and the Holy Spirit not spoken to him. So when the disciples remained with Jesus, it is his word which kept them. They feared him for his word. So when you come like this and I'm talking to you, the word I'm speaking to you will grow. You see, the way a seed looks like is not the way the dream of that seed looks like. Beginning and I've been talking to you about a spirit of resentment is entering. I'm not saying what. You will find something not important on the road, a mess thing. Then suddenly for you, you will see millions in that. It will be big for you because the spirit of resentment has been impacted on you. As you listen to the word you spoken on Sunday. And it's not possible for you to be able to deserve some of these amazing things that will be happening to you outside of this year of harvest. It's not possible if the Holy Spirit does not reveal to you. And what the Holy Spirit makes it possible is when you listen to the things that are being taught. Because Jesus Christ said, I have so many things to tell you, but you are not able to bear them. But then he says, but when the Holy Spirit comes, he will explain to you the things you hear me say. He will bring to your remembrance the things you hear me speak. He will bring to your focus, the remembrance means focus. That means the Holy Spirit will only bring to your focus the things you heard. If you didn't hear anything, what did the Holy Spirit bring to your focus? So this is your last for missing change because you are dying to go somewhere. And you can cry if you invested in the wrong thing. That will never be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. I need to tell you this because you see, you people are reaching a place where there are areas coming. Amen. There are areas coming. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Please, when your areas come, don't forget us. Eh? There's an amazing testimony which she gave. She said, after Pastor prayed for me, I had a dream that the woman called me. Remember the lady in here? It takes spiritual intelligence to place a blessing from a prayer. Otherwise, some people just say, hey, it's over. <laughs> See, I need to teach you this. The things I'm doing to you today are so important. This is, I'm just, I'm just, you, you learn something interesting. So, here's what John said. In John chapter 3, verse 26. So John's disciples came to him and said, Rabbi, the man you met on the other side of the Jordan River, the one you identified as the Messiah, is also baptizing people, and everybody is going to him instead of coming to us. <laughs> because Jesus had started his ministry, and he became so serious and famous. Why? He was a very big person, like John the Baptist, said, this one is greater than you. So what do you expect anybody? There's power in announcement. That's why some of what's going to happen is someone who's very big is going to say, I like the way this guy or this girl does business. Then suddenly there will be a transference of customers. Because you have tapped into their network. Hallelujah. So John Simon came to him and said, Brother, this is what happened. Now listen to this. 
Nobody spoke like children. John replied, he said, no one can receive anything unless God gives it from heaven. Even that time you don't want to give it to God who gave you, and then he's asking for you to give it back to him. The same one was teaching. Even your hard-earned money, the one you worked so hard for, it is God who gave you the energy to wake. Because energy, so you think you just woke up with energy. Yeah. <laughs> So sometimes it is 
it's just another girl's time to shine. It's fine. Somebody say it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. And if God blesses your neighbor, you listen to the neighborhood. Yeah. Hallelujah. So don't just let the other guy shine. Let the other girl shine. It's absolutely fine. You should say it's fine with me. You praise God. Hallelujah. You should be convinced that it's okay. You're not mature if you do that.
But you know what? Sometimes I'm going to spend the next 30 minutes praying. You put it down. And you should be doing that sometimes. The moment after you have prayed, then you check, then you notice it's been two minutes. <laughs> Because they understand spiritual dynamics. 
They know that there has to be a sacrifice on an altar. It's only in church where people don't know that they, they, there's, there's, there's need for them to keep and make a sacrifice. Mm. But the same thing for sometimes the whole doctor, they will ask how much. You don't know. The point I make is if you are at the end of this year, if you do the things I'm telling you, watch your life. There's a way you like, look at the past three years of your life. Like, this year, it, something must break. Something just been one month, two months, three months. You have the demonic prayer of the old girls, they were a kid. See that? That pass, that pass. It's Christmas time, they have that. But what's half of people's families? She wrote it and said, No. And this, you just hear, let me know what this happened. Let me know what this happened. It's here when you are doing No fighter for the next six months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you, you're not to fight. Okay. <laughs> you need to have your discipline. You need to have your discipline. What does that mean? Some of you need to do it. So I need to find the five quarter every Sunday. Every Sunday. I have a little bit of to say I have to do it for the quarter. Things like that. I don't even think about it. What is it? <laughs>
there has to be discipline. Because this year, if the year of Webber, happens as a Webber, you can't sleep the same time the person who's sitting home and doing nothing when you're awake. What do you mean? You lose your job. How many are ready to serve God this year?
How did Elijah go up to heaven? I'm going to take all your theology. No, rich. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by. Okay, let's continue. Keep that in mind. That Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Then Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord is, and as your soul is, you and me, lock and keep. <laughs> the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came to Elijah, Elisha and said, Do you not know that the Lord will take away your master from you today? And he said, I know him quite. He wanted to test me. He wanted something. But then the sons of the prophets were just to see. Then Elijah said to him, Elijah, stay here. Please, for the Lord has saved me all the Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as the Lord so lives, I will not So they came to Jericho. Now the sons of the prophets who were at Jericho came to Elijah and said to him, Do you know he was not tired these prophets? Yes, I will keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, sir. The Lord has sent me all to Jordan. And you know, Elijah and Elijah had a good relationship. So even though Elijah was not like an angry man, I wouldn't just chase Elijah. To study Elijah, he was an angry man. He was killing people, releasing fire. He was that kind of man. But it seemed Elijah had, he had a certain soft spot for Elijah. Because of the things they have been through together. You understand? I want to say something. Then, and 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood facing them at a distance, while the two of them stood by each other. Now, Elijah in his mantle rolled it up and struck the water, and they divided this one down, so that the two of them crossed over onto dry ground. And as Elijah was going, the other 50 prophets were like, <laughs> Because they were all taking it down, down, down. Then they said, okay, we need to have them for me. Then they noticed as Elijah was blowing their eyes. Entered the sea as well. Parted the Jordan. I wish it to be self. Let's go. And so it was that they had crossed over, that when they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elijah, Okay, ask. What do you want? And before I'm taken away from you, then Elijah said, Since we insist, I want, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon you. So he said, You will ask. <laughs> There's asking, then there's what you can do. Anyways, if you see me when I'm taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, now look at this. Then it happened as they continued on and talked. They were talking, you know what happened? I'm about to go. You know when I, I got fired, you know when I did this, they were, they, they were having a conversation because they were waiting for God to do something. Look at this. Then it happened as they continued on and talking. That suddenly a chariot of fire appeared with horses of fire. What did it do? 
And Elijah went up by what? How did Elijah go up again? No, I'm asking you scholars, Bible scholars. Did he enter the chariot? Now, according to the Bible, how did Elijah go up again? What was the purpose of the chariot? Your whole chariot. All the pictures. They are drunk for you. Let me tell you what I believe. I believe because Elijah was clean, something had to separate him. Something that would scare him enough. Otherwise, it's a great time. Designed anointings in such a way that 
they can be transferred and they can be shared and we can all walk into the same grace, the same grace I walk in. If you, as my son or daughter in the Lord, are my son and daughter in the Lord, one of the things that should be evidence of that, if you follow the grace on this commission, one of the evidences is that you must begin to walk in the same grace that the Lord has given you. This is so important. Like I told you, these are not things that are going to teach consistently, but I'm going to teach you this one. So you have to catch it. You are not the way it is. You catch it. Okay. How many of you have ever had a dream where, like the one that she was giving a testimony previously, so that you want to give a standard. I'm trying to show you something here. How many have ever had a dream where I come to help them find something or I deliver them from something? Huh? There's a dream which you had. Come, I want you to share something. You remember it when you come to the front. <laughs> okay, I'm doing this because I want to teach you the role of grace and the anointing is <laughs> beyond doctrine. Miracles are no order. But the Lord simple, simple principles which to strengthen. Do you remember when you had a dream about witchcraft? And what happened? Share with regards to you. Um, we were walking. Okay, the first day. Oh, this is my word. And that grace is close. 
commanded. She commanded in prison, but now I was not there, I was asleep. I didn't have any dream just to clear things. I wasn't in the spirit perambulating and checking. I don't do that. But there's a way, what I'm trying to tell you is there's a way that God sends systems that he concentrates a grace on a specific person for the benefit of everyone. Some of those graces are not even for me. It is God who gave you. But the way that God gives sometimes, he will give through people so that you are not a victim. It's, it's not like, oh, I'm, I'm powerful. Then I give myself like, demon chase or anything. No, no, no. It's a, it's a function of God. There's a testimony which, when is that? Joy. There's a testimony that you gave. Come. Is it? How many were there? Who listen to my testimony? Some of you were not there. I want you to repeat it. What happened? Uh, I was coming from Bondani with my friends. Then I saw a vision of the accident. Then uh, I got scared. Then I just heard the Holy Spirit tell me that I'm a life living spirit and I'm not supposed to be scared. You heard me telling you you're a life living spirit? No. Uh, that was the Holy Spirit then. You heard the Holy Spirit? Yes. Then we reached at Amanda Hill and um, the car, it was the drainage. Then I saw a pastor appear. He hugged me and he told me he was safe. Nothing bad can happen to you. Then everyone was out of the car, I was alone. He appeared again, he was telling me, Joyce, you are alive, you are safe. Nothing bad can happen to you. You are a life giving spirit. Then somebody woke her up in that moment and said, 
Pastor is calling me. She was surprised because we were not there. But she said, You were there. In that moment, I called praying for her. And I began to pray for her. What am I trying to tell you? Second Corinthians. Please pardon me, I need to establish this thing. Second Corinthians. Chapter 12. I'll read verse 11. The Bible reads. Give it to me from the NLT. You have made me act like a fool. You ought to be writing commendations for me. For I am not at all inferior to this super apostle. Even though I am nothing at all. When I was with you, I certainly gave you proof that I am an apostle. For I patiently did many signs and wonders and miracles among you. The only thing I failed to do, which I do in other churches, was to become a financial burden to you. Please forgive me this problem. This is interesting. But I am not getting to you. Now I am coming to you for the third time. And I will not be a burden to you. I don't want what you have. I want you. After all, children don't provide for their parents. Rather, parents provide for their children. Yes, it's children who are children who don't provide for their parents. But you are 32. You want your parents. So, Paul was telling them you are children. Okay, I just want to interpret that in case you felt nice. <laughs> I will gladly spend myself and all I have for you. Even though it seems that the more I love you, the more, the less you love me. Some of you admit I was not a burden to you, but others still think, listen to this, but others still think I was sneaking and took advantage of you by trickery. But how, then he says, did any of the men I sent to you take any advantage of you? When I urged Titus to visit you and sent our brother with him, did Titus take advantage of you? No, for we have the same spirit and walk in each other's steps. Doing things the same way. It means if you listened to Titus, you didn't have to listen to them. No wonder he would write, he would literally write to Timothy messages to bridge change. Because he knew if Timothy opens it to read it, you'll be like, ah, I was thinking about this thing, eh? Because, and then the Holy Spirit there is not, is not capital S, it's not talking about the Holy Spirit. The word there is Spirit. It means the grace that is on me is on Titus. My thinking, the way I think, the way I do things is the exact same way. So even though he did report, receive a report from Titus, he knew it was not possible for Titus to eat money from them or to take advantage of them. Because they've got the same doctrine, they've got the same spirit, they've got the same manifestation, and you can find maybe he didn't even go there. He even suggested Titus, and Titus was working miracles, signs, and wonders, and receiving revelation just like Paul, because they shared the same spirit. This, this thing, you see, the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't want you to carry any level of grace this year, any destiny. I don't want you to earn any less than me. Hi! <laughs> you have no idea. What I want is a replication of grace. 
I don't know if you think this is not possible, but what the Holy Spirit has been teaching me is that it's very possible. In just the church, just one pastor, one pastor, he did the same raising the dead. If that begins to happen in the life of your man of God, when you go back home, it must happen. You can't be here, you are hearing. Oh, this person's backache is hurting. Then you go back home, your mother's backache is hurting. And you say, oh, I need to go pastor. That's beautiful. But you can say, okay, that grace is also resting on me. Because of the protection that you have. Then you say, mom, let's pray. Now, you don't even need to say, in the name of Jesus, the God of Pastor David. No, 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 no. Because Jesus, the Bible is taught something. It says, whatever you do in word or in deed, do it as I can do it. The Bible says you shall lay your hands on the sick. It didn't say you shall pray. He said in my name. You, you may not even say in the name of Jesus. But in your conscience, you are not alone. You are using the name of Jesus. That means in your conscience, when you are making an investment, the same way it will work for Pastor Daniel, the same angel that will work because I'm connected to this provision. The thing is about to happen the same way. Give me that. Second Corinthians chapter 4. 
I'm done. I'm done with part one. Next week, I will finish this off. You know, the, 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 the same I'm teaching, you can try to eat. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you. <laughs> Give me a 15. She said, I began to command that witchcraft, but the voice I was using was not mine. Another boy was testifying, he said, I was sleeping. Then Pastor Daniel came and said, Hey, young man, wake up, start studying. I was not there. But there is an environment you put yourself in. And that environment has things that come straight from heaven into that environment. This is why you can't belong to every church. There are people I know who generally belong to the body of Christ. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are daughters of Zion. <laughs> generally. So now, so you find this time they are listening to your post of friend, Pastor Matthew Ban, Pastor Chapter. Just listen. This time, Sarah Jakes. It's you can find after this, I've told them all for seven, they were so blessed, they'll go back, they'll go. Fire preacher from the jail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you see, this order may not be a sin that will lead you to hell, but it will be a sin which will deny you inheritances. There, there are some disorders in the Bible when you read them, you ask, what, what, what happened? The Bible says that he was wise, but he was broke. There was a disorder. Have you ever read about Lazarus? Lazarus was so righteous, but he was so poor that dogs would lick him. And when he went there, he said, evil things happened to him. <coughs> Poverty is an evil. Father Abraham said, the evil things happened to him. What evil thing was that poverty? So disorder is one of those things you can't you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is the Bible says, okay. Uh-huh. Give me verse 16. Oh no, no, no. Uh, this Corinthians, sorry. I did I said second Corinthians. I need to balance this teaching. I'm not saying you can't listen to many ministers. I'm saying you need to know the man that God has sent or the woman that God has sent you to your life. Yeah. Many people will bless you, many people will minister to you. You will go many places, but you need to know the grace I call me primarily is that next week I will explain one. Bible says, for though I say that, for though you might have many, 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus have begotten you through the gospel. It is the message you consistently listen to which defines who your spiritual father is. That's why it's very possible for you to be coming to this church. But there's someone you're always listening to. And it means that the spirit or the graces 
that are going to be working for you. And for the person who's in that other country, the one you're always visiting. Because that's what also defines this. This is the New Testament principle, this father would say. Do you realize I want the one who put it there? Are you seeing that that's what I'm in Space Corinthians chapter 4? And then he says the following. This is what I want you to say. Therefore, I urge you to imitate me. If I'm your father, imitate me. But don't just imitate like a puppet. Meaning your life, you say, know what to mean by imitation? It means the way I do things and the results that come out is the way that your life must be. If I married well, you will marry well.
this figure in mind. This is why it would be wrong for you to come to church like this. You have never either started the life of your spiritual father or you have never met him to have a conversation with him. There is what we call connecting to the grace. I'll talk about that next week. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. Let's go. And then he says, for this reason, I have sent Timothy. This time is not time as Timothy. He said to you, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord? Who will remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach everywhere? Timothy knew Paul so much that he would go to an entire church in there for months and demonstrate the life of another man. The miracles, the revelations, the signs, the wonders, the teachings that would happen in the life of Paul would also happen to Timothy. Plus, Timothy's own grace 